Welcome to Skip This Podcast. My name's Luke. And my name's Brownie. We're just a couple of mates who decided to get together and talk about our own mental health. Along the way, we'll chat to some real people and hear their stories and advice on how they deal with mental health. So if this doesn't sound like it's for you, feel free to skip this. Or listen. Oh, I don't really care. Morning, Rich. Morning, all. Uh, yeah, we're recording, so okay. we can probably start now. Okay. Um, how are you, Nathan? Hi, Luke. How you going? Good. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> a week off and you've already forgotten how to do this thing. Yeah. It's that thing in front of your face is a microphone. A microphone? A mic- yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. Luke Sniffly. Um, welcome to Skip 1. This Podcast. 1.5 metres distance. So that's <laughs> we are that far away. Uh-huh. Let me do that again. Welcome to Skip This Podcast. Uh, we are back after a week off. Yep. Um, a hiatus, if you will. We did have a bit of a hiatus. Yes. Um, but it was after such a cool show that I felt like we could almost just sit on it anyway. Yep. Um, your dad was so good on the show. Yeah. You were right. He can He can talk. He can talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles, as they say. <laughs> Are you proud of uh, the fact that he came on the show and said what he said? Yeah, I think it was kind of like I, I guess there was a few different um, emotions I had af- afterwards. I think one one of the one of the main things one one of the first things was it helped give me a bit more perspective of what the listeners are going through when. Um, hearing stuff that I haven't heard, heard not and not just about me, like a lot of that stuff that dad spoke about on, on the podcast, we had spoken about as a family, but to hear him kind of talk about his work and what he he had been through and seen other firefighters go through with um, those suicides that he talked about, I'd never heard him speak like that. Mm. And I, I thought that was like just a really um, – amazing experience to see my dad open up in a way that I hadn't really seen like yeah he's kind of always worries about other people but he's got he's had some issues himself and I thought mm. that was that was kind of I felt like that gave the podcast a really empowering feeling that if my dad like one of the strongest people on the planet as far as like mentally emotionally and all of that can do that I think any other people should be able to open up and then there was the other part where I was just really proud of him and it's not like um, not just him but he was a spokesperson for my family, my mum mum as well and three siblings and that was just – that was not easy for him to come come up and talk about a lot of that stuff, particularly the adult journey. Like the kids, me as a terrible teenager, we can laugh about it and we poke fun at all the way through but the last two years have not been something that he wants to relive. I mean none of us really do to be honest and that – that was cool, and I think, you know, us as kids, we definitely take our parents for granted. And I, I would say this: I would say, like, my number one goal in life is to be happy, and part one of being happy is to make your parents proud. I think that's the first step in um, my personal journey: being happy is making them proud. And this gave me an opportunity to be uh, proud of them, which mm-hmm. I think doesn't happen as as much as it should as as um as a kid an adult adult kid of parent mm. uh, older parents so all of that was really cool so yeah. yeah it's kind of a thing like when you're young it's easy to be proud of of your parents because yep. like there, there's so much to look up to but yep. once you're an adult and stuff gets in the way you kind of forget yep. that you can be proud of them yeah so. for sure and i think i think 
being no children for, for myself, but I think you you guys are kind of learning, you and Ash are learning it as fresh parents, that there's a new wave of where you really depend on your parents way more and you've, you don't take them for granted anymore when they're there as a grandparent. So I don't, I don't have that feeling. Like I see that feeling with what my mum and dad do for my, sis, my two sisters' kids, the five, five grandkids. So it was just a cool experience to just say, Damn, that's so cool. That's that's my dad, and not that I don't think that anyway, but just to kind of have other people telling me how cool my dad was and how amazing he spoke, and like that was that's a special feeling. Mm. And he was talking on behalf of my mum and my siblings as well. So that, it's yeah. just a proud proud moment for me. I was actually really stoked that he did talk about the fiery stuff. Yep, because I know we spoke about it beforehand. Yep. And I think because you'd never heard him talk about that stuff, you just assumed that you know, he probably won't talk about that. Yep. But we didn't even have to. We didn't even have to put it as a subject line. Yep. It just naturally flowed into that. Yep. And his experience with suicide in the workplace basically just translated to a much closer thing to him, which ended up being his son in that position. Yep. And it actually made him realise that what they were going through was so much different to what um, it was portrayed as Yep. In the fireys, like sure. a, a tough bunch of people that mm -hmm. you would never think would end up in that situation. And as he said, like, it's like, oh, mate, just get on with it. Like, yep. you'll be all right. But it, it's funny in a way you've kind of taught him a lesson uh, in a world where he he kind of was sheltered from it yep. up until now. Yep. And I think that's why it just came out of his mouth because sure. it just naturally yeah, it was very he's been easy. thinking about it and yep. it's, it's ended up here. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like... He's done it. They've done an amazing job in getting you through this and get to this point. Absolutely. But it's so cool that now that you can kind of feel like you've given something back. Mm -hmm. Abs um, absolutely. And this podcast right. has given something back to that because it's it's addressed it and it's it's done and it's maybe brought up some demons that he didn't know he had. Yep. Um, that now he can freely talk about it and potentially reach out to those people yeah. that he hadn't in the past. Yep. For so, sure. Yeah, I was stoked having him on. It was yeah. really cool. I think as well for us, like, what do we have? At least half a dozen firefighter mates. And so, we have heaps. So now yeah. you know, like, when you're having a beer with them, what, how you're doing? Good. How you really doing? Yeah. You can push that just a little bit further. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and then the other part that you spoke about your relationship where it's gotten to with your dad now. Yep. Um, the part that touched me the most was the fact that you went from a handshake sort of relationship with your dad yep and now it's a hug relationship and that's something that i'm so glad that i ended up with uh yep. with my dad before he passed away yeah because i think if i was sitting there now going i didn't even give him a hug or anything like that like and just ended up with a handshake sort of relationship with him it'd be the biggest regret of my life yep. so the fact that uh even even to think that it's it's like it's a weird thing mm. to think about as like a teenager and stuff like that oh i'm not hugging dad yep but like you just hug your dad, hug your dad's hug your listeners. Dads. That's the that's the message we're given here. Yeah. Um, what about the fallout from the last episode? Did uh, did you get many people contacting you after that? And oh they yeah, so there was there there was like still kind of the the regular amount of um, feedback, like looking for advice. I actually went out that weekend afterwards and kind of drank and partied way too hard, which is, I don't know, something that's always been in my DNA, unfortunately. And um, so I did have, I finally kind of hit a bit of a low after that episode. And, yeah, you uh, didn't want to be here today, did you? And, I, and again, like, 
um, just some other kind of stuff going on in my life that I don't want to talk about on here. So I was kind of very much reluctantly here today. But like over the weekend, um, two people, two people I hold very dear to my heart actually told me that they had been in that suicide hole themselves. And I was kind of, I, I was like shocked to hear that from these two people. Like one person in particular, I would probably consider the strongest person I know. And then the fact that they were kind of comfortable to share that with me was just like, it was just something kind of super beautiful. And mm. I kind of, I went a bit deeper with one of them and kind of asked, asked how they got out of it. I still got to talk a bit more to the other person but it was just kind of it was um it was a it was a, it was a cool experience to know that someone two people trusted me that much that they would share that with me that, that was cool i don't even what was the question i totally forgot what the question was <laughs> yeah we'll move right along it was suicide reach outs but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So okay cool we also got distracted because this is about as real as it gets because if you probably just heard on it my dog lapping up about four liters of water in the background yeah uh, it's really and then important. Also, Heath, Heath giving out little ass in the middle of everything. Oh, that was a fart. So, I thought that was Mitchie Blue Eyes who just joined us, <laughs> a sports reporter. <laughs> He's here. He did come in halfway through it. He was yep. late. late. He's always yep. late. Sports hey, guys, Mitch, you, you looking good. Trust him. Um, Brownie's mailbag. I'm going to assume that you didn't do anything for it this week. No. Nah. You didn't even want to be here. So no. Nah, um, I'm. 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 Be honest with you. I'm, I usually come into this pretty unprepared, but I'm probably more unprepared than ever before today. You so know what, though? It's all right because you got one. Well, as we as we said, this this show we did a call out on Sunday night. Yes, just for questions, ask us anything. Yes, blah blah blah. So it's kind of this whole episode is kind of brownie's mailbag without brownie actually doing anything. Perfect. Um, but I'll share a couple of uh, a couple of emails that we've gotten. That weren't questions, just basically uh-huh. sort of feedback. Are you going to share the comments? one that you've some someone compared me to Robin Williams somehow? <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Uh, anyway, so someone compared I'll, me okay, to Robin Williams. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what it not is. Not the humor stuff, just a um, beautiful train wreck. Uh, basically, you said uh, Brownie is a perfect example of someone like Robin Williams, who is so funny See? and happy on the outside, but has massive demons that need to be dealt with. Correct. Um, this person who wrote this in said that they feel like that's like like that in a lot of ways too and that maybe this show has kind of saved you in a way oh yeah uh, absolutely. and that they said um a lot of people will be getting something from this show and, and that they're definitely getting something from this show so keep it going guys cool um that was really cool because you kind of are like a robin williams type yeah you're definitely not as funny as i him. love cross dressing so yeah <laughs> Not in public. Oh, no, no, I guess it's we- publicish. I'm not afraid of a women's wig. Put it that way. Well, so the Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams is you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll that was that. some of his best shit, though. It was pretty good. Um, I've got another letter here, basically, that uh, was just saying, uh, what an incredible thing you guys are doing. I know how brave and vulnerable you've been, and I know this is going to make such a difference to, difference to so many lives. The more stories you guys share, the better, because mental health isn't just about depression and anxiety. And even when it is, we all do our both in very different ways. But there are a myriad of, cha- of challenges that people face day in and day out. Um, this person goes along, goes on to tell me a lot about the, the demons that they went through. Yeah. And I won't share it on here, but yep. uh, they, are, they have offered to come on the show. So they okay. are a potential cool. uh, person that does want to talk about this kind of stuff. Yep. Um, so 
I'll leave it there. I won't go into the details because yep. I'll, I'll let them sort of share it on the show cool. in the future. Um, moving on to basically our Q&A. Yes. Um, this was just an Instagram call out. Um, we got... We got a fair few questions. Yeah, you don't let me fucking anyone Instagram look out. Can't be well, serious enough. No, nah, you have access to it. I do have access. I'm just not allowed to write anything <laughs> without Goldie's prior written consent. Well, this is true. Which is absolutely fair enough. I'm not. I'm not having a crack. That's that's fair. Yeah. If anyone's seen my Instagram account, you know, I don't really have a filter. Yeah, you don't. So, I thought straight from the top, I'm gonna because I know you, kind of. Well, before we get into this, yes. Um, we kind of didn't talk about it, but you no. you did have a little bit of a struggle street week last week, yeah, and potentially into this week, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you don't want to talk about it, yep. But um, you kind of have been saying up until this point that you were riding this high, yep. And you were so happy to be on the high, yep. But you knew a low was definitely coming, and was that the low? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's just it's been like. It has been such an amazing experience as well. And I think as well, the whole time I have said that because doing this is not like this is part of our lives now, but it's not the full reality of everything. And it can't all be like shiny bells and whistles and everything going good. And I think I just kind of had a couple of things kind of transpire against me. And I don't know if if I'm better equipped now to handle it. I probably think I am. And I just kind of like, yeah, I've just kind of, batting down the hatches just to try and ride, ride this just a little storm out and I, I I didn't want to really didn't want to do this today but I thought it was important that we do do it so it's like not always kind of happy days and know that we can get through it and I just kind of yeah I'm just trying to get through this few days well I'll tell you what one difference is in since we've started doing this show is the fact that you told me straight up yeah like you didn't waste any time you didn't try to Filter it out. You didn't try to just bury it, yeah, and pretend that you had a hangover I, for three days. I you think, just- I think as well. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you there. Like this is like the second time it's happened in the past three weeks, and you, I kind of let you down that on a. It, there was a couple of things I was meant to do for the podcast. I just didn't do it. Um, my my mum hadn't heard from me for a few days, and then there was a few other people. I think. In previous times, none of those people would have um, reached out, including yourself, mm. and just be like, oh, it's just Brown. He's just dealing with a hangover. But it was like, and my mum said, like, are you okay? A couple other people like, what's going on? Do you, do you need to talk? And I was like, that was cool that now I think like what I was talking about, like I've given people copies of that key and they mm. can um, not only can you be comfortable asking me, I can kind of be comfortable saying, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, doing too good but Mm. i'll be okay but like just right now i'm not Mm. so and and as per normal it's like it's normally a time thing to kind of ride it out and i'm just trying i'm riding it right now yeah (laughs) oh talking about it yeah (laughs) you're doing one thing so top of the show i'm gonna ask you probably the harder questions okay because if i asked you this later on yep i might not get the answer that you would give right now okay um a lot of people, because we've talked about it in pretty much every episode uh, about the Hawaii episode. Uh-huh. Do you want to go into further detail on what happened in Hawaii? Um, you definitely don't have to. Yeah, I, I, I guess I can talk a little bit about it. So, 
this dating back to August 2018, and we were I was going over to Hawaii for two of my best friends' wedding. Um, the Haffies, Chris and Ellie Haffy, um, two like great friends through Nitro. Um, Haffy being American and Ellie being um, growing up just up the road from me in you know, Northern Beaches. I don't really, I don't really go on too many holidays. It's kind of weird, like because I travel so much for work. My kind of I- ideal um, holiday is like just like being at home. Like I don't, I don't, I don't need to go and see new stuff because I see new stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I've traveled the world with work, and then my my only other version of a holiday in the, in those in that time around about three year period was when. I had to. I'd come back to Australia over Christmas or whatever it would be. And anyone who know anyone who's lived overseas will know. Like going home for a holiday is never a holiday. Like you've got seventeen days or whatever, and you've 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 got sixteen days of activity activities planned. And so you get back from your holiday at home, and you need a you need a real holiday because you're exhausted. So Hawaii was really exciting for me because. Um, it was going to be this time where a lot of my personal life and professional life were going to be in the same room because um, Chris Haffey being a Nitro athlete, so all my Nitro Circus friends were there and then all Ellie's friends were there who I know most of and then all Ellie's family were there I know most of. So I was in this weird situation where there, there was this wedding, however, I don't know how many were there were there, about 120 people. But I knew pretty much 85% of them. Some of whom I hadn't seen for a few years, but others, my Nitro Circus friends, we don't really get to hang out outside this tour. So there was this perfect storm. And I was the Pied Piper of this perfect storm. And um, I may have Pied Piped a little too too much. And my parents were staying with me because we were doing a holiday at the same time. They weren't at the wedding. And... Um, I went pretty aggressive the first two nights and um, on the second night I um, was a little drunk when I got home. Damn American cocktails, they'll get ya. And I tried to go to the bathroom in my mum and dad's uh, closet and then <laughs> I don't remember this so they could have made this up but I'm pretty sure it was true. Uh, I do. Judging on last week's episode, yeah. I don't think they could have made anything up. Yeah, so basically then it kind of turned into a um, Nathan has a drug and alcohol problem and... Nathan's going to ruin this wedding that he was the MC of. And it kind of like, it's just a bunch of people starting to kind of talk behind my back. And it really upset me um, that anyone, like, forget the stuff about me that I was going to ruin this wedding to my best friends. And I just kind of, uh, that really hurt me that some people were saying that. And I didn't ruin their wedding. I don't think I did anyway. They tell me I did a good job, but maybe that's just what they'll tell me. And uh, so it kind of was just the flashpoint of like that's when I got back from America, back from Hawaii into California and had to go and see a therapist and um, took some time off the drink and kind of had to admit to these problems. At the time, I didn't really think I had. And I've been to a certain extent, I still don't think I had, but I had my own issues that I kind of weren't dealing with and and kind of my way of dealing with it as per usual would be to just kind of drink and not not think about it too much i don't don't even know what uh, have i even explained what happened (laughs) i think you did you kind of just had a bit of an implosion yeah i I did i had an i had an implosion it was the tipping point of everything and um i think with the benefit of hindsight i know i was kind of out of line with a few things i did um 
I, I'd like to think some other people on the other side can acknowledge they did some wrong things as well. But I'm I'm kind of not here to you don't uh, need pass that the blame. I don't I don't need that. And as we've, I've spoken at length with it to my parents about it, and it's not that's not the episode that caused everything. It was just kind of it was the episode that brought everything to light and. We're probably not sitting here without Hawaii, to be honest. So I think um, now, almost two years down the track, I'm I'm kind of glad. I'm not so stoked on the way it happened, but it's kind of a big part of my journey. So yeah, I don't know yeah. if that explains it. Yeah, no, I do think the questions well. get easier. Yeah, they do definitely get easier. Okay. I thought I, that's uh, that's why I wanted to do that there. Just okay, like, cool. Get that out of the way. Yeah. I know Haffy and Ellie, and you definitely didn't ruin their wedding. No. I, they had the ball. I ruined said, mum and dad's trip. <laughs> I've, I've said sorry for that. Yeah, but you know what? You've, I think you've done enough to make it up to them. Yeah, um, I, I can own all that now. Yeah. So I think that I think that's a big part of like uh, the the mental health journey, particularly for me. And for me anyway, I shouldn't say that for everyone. It's kind of like kind of being aware, looking back and just taking ownership of your actions. And I think that's a big part of like, that's kind of, to me, that's been the first step is having that honest conversation with yourself that you did do, acknowledge you do, did do some things wrong and mm. try and move forward. And maybe you didn't learn from it at the time, but maybe two years later you you, you do take some lessons out of it. I think I have. Yeah, I think you have too. Yep. Um, I'll give you a break. I'll do one of the questions that was directed at me. Okay. Um, I've had a few people ask me how, um, firstly, how Heath and Ash are going. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of try to touch on it every episode. Um, but Ash is doing amazingly. Um, she has taken to motherhood like I knew she would, um, just owning it, having a blast, um, and just, I don't know, it makes me feel like, I just, I just don't know what I'm doing in so many situations just because she just always has the information. She always knows what we're going to do next. And I don't know, I honestly don't know what I'd do without her in this situation. Yep. I probably couldn't do it. Um, uh, Heath's doing amazingly. Um, he, he's just growing at a normal rate. He's kind of catching up. He had a little bit of catching up to do. Um, but they're, the, the guys that we deal with are really happy with his progress to the point where they're cool. telling us that we don't need to contact them as much. Um, and it's just rolling along. He's, um, he was rolling around on the floor this morning, um, mm. which is like, it's a milestone. You yep. probably, you might know through your sisters that like rolling from front to back and stuff like that is a thing. And he was just doing it over and over this morning. It was just the funniest thing to have a, like a change like that and hit a milestone. But, have it not be in a hospital or under some other circumstances. It was just so natural this morning that it happened. And Ash and I just were just laughing at him like you wouldn't believe. And it just, it felt like it, it just gave us a bit of normality in this whole situation. Yeah. Um, that gives me goosebumps. Yeah, to about it was so really cool. Like, you talk you, about that. You don't, so cool. th you don't think that just tiny little things like that. And like, I can't imagine how I'm going to react when, when the kid walks. Yeah. Because it's just going to be, like all these different milestones that he's going to hit in his life. It's just good. It's for some reason when you have a kid from the moment that kid pops out, there is absolutely no filter on your emotions uh -huh. and shit just starts happening. Like um, Ash got a really nice message from some of her um, work colleagues on Mother's Day uh, that was, oh, they that made was a video. So Everyone thought I made that video. I didn't make that video. I was just asked to be in it. And when I received it the night before Mother's Day, 
I went into Heath's room to watch it and that was probably the first mistake to walk into that room to, to watch it because it is the most emotional place for me at the moment. Um, and I watched it and I was just bawling. And my mum and Ash were sitting in the other room and I had to hide it until the next morning. Uh-huh. And I was just like itching all night. I was like, oh, do I just show her? It's so good. And I'm like, no, no, it's, it's going to be so much better in the morning if we do it then. And so I held on to it, woke up the next morning and I said, you've got to see this. Like, it, it's so cool. And she was just so confused and she's going, what's going on? Like, I've, I've kind of uh, blindsided her a couple of times with our engagement yeah. and with when I got Clive, like with a video thing. So You're a video guy. I'm a video guy, but I didn't do, like, I didn't do this. I, there's no way I could have even come up with something this good. Like, it was just... It was this perfect thing, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll put a link in, a link to it. Um, Do that, man. On you're my that, Facebook you're the guy page that or shit, on okay. Instagram or something. So that everyone. It's can one say of the it. most beautiful things I've ever watched. So. And uh, and again, the next morning I saw her. She was bawling her eyes out over it, and then I started bawling my eyes out because she was crying, uh, and it was just, um, it's just so amazing that we have so many people around us that we, no matter what situation we're hit with, we know everything's going to be fine. Like yep. we've got. The best group of people around us um, for, to handle anything, and that's all I can say on that thing is yep. that I just I just love the group of people we've got surrounding us. Like we've just got the best village to raise this kid. Um, so I guess that's that's sort of a that's uh, how they're going. Yep. Um, and kind of how uh, it was tied in with another question where someone asked us how I had handled the last month, and I think having all those things like having everyone with me having ash having heath hitting all these little milestones and stuff like that that's that's gotten me through this month and i think it's almost prepared me to handle whatever is coming sure um so yeah you kind of answered two questions with one yeah so double double up two for one um back to you Uh i got this uh i got this email from it was from an n brown oh boy but he said the it's definitely not. It's de- said it's definitely not Nathan Brown uh-huh. from the show. It just says Brownie. Are you still single? Oh, yes, yes, very single. <laughs> okay. Hey, and those laws are relaxing a little bit now. Oh, um, really? That sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> what laws are you talking uh, about? Social distancing. Oh, touching, right, right, right. Touching okay, people. Yeah. Um, touching am, me, touching you. Yeah, I'm pretty keen for a beer out of a schooner glass. I'll oh, tell you that much. Fucking no. Um, I'll. This is kind of like a two-part question. Okay. Um, this one was, Luke, what change in Brownie have you seen in the past month? Uh-huh. Um, I guess going back to what we said before about how communication has been a big thing that's changed for us. Yep. Um, the fact that we don't have a filter anymore. Um, we can just openly talk about, no, I don't feel, I feel like shit today. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. Yep. Um, whereas before, I think our relationship was always... Like, we'll give each other the best of our lives. Absolutely. Um, because that's more fun. Yeah. And I don't think that's just yours and my relationship no, specifically. Heaps. I think we've both been super guilty of, um, I guess, I was probably more, I, I think I was probably more guilty of lying than you were. Like, you were kind of like, you kind of never really gave the full story of some of your struggles where I was kind of just point blank lying at by the end of it. So I have, is that the dog again? That's not, that's not me. Um, he's, he's eating now. 
<laughs> I, this question wasn't even for me, so go. Um, yes, sorry, go. I'll um, interrupt. So yeah, again. that that's kind of like the main change I've seen in you. Um, you've always gone through situations where now that I look back on it, I I could have probably worked out a lot of things along the way, like the times where you stopped drinking. Um, I think a lot of the times when you would do that and you were here, you would kind of um, sort of. Sh- It'll be, that would be your shield maybe for dealing with yep. um, sort of some mental health stuff and sure. some underlying stuff that yep. was a bit more important than what you would say is either like, oh, I'm just trying to get a little bit healthy or yep. blah, blah, blah. So, yep. um, that, that's definitely true. So I can – I'm, I'm I, on one of those again right now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucked up. I've quit smoking too, day three. And you were in personal training someone. today as well. Yeah, Shout out to uh, Rob Pistol at Fitsum. Ah, uh, sponsor of this episode? Spon- yeah, Rob, Rob, will po- Rob will sponsor this for, oh. all, for all your oh, fitness he's needs. He's not happy with that sponsorship. Um, call Rob Pisto Fitsum. They can now, from 13th of June, take maximum 10 people per class or whatever it is. I'm catching up with him on Thursday. He's hopefully going to be um, um, one of our guests coming up. That's good. That's a good segue, actually. Golly, I got another question for you. Yeah, go. Did we finish that other answer? Uh, I think so. I think that's the biggest change I've seen in you. Yes. Uh, I think the fact that we are now communicating yep. on just like a normal level. Yep. Uh, no lies, no bullshit. Yep. That's what we do. So that's the biggest change I've seen in you. Yep. But go on. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. So I was just talking about Rob. Um, Rob from Fitzsim going to be one of our new guests. What What else do we have planned to come up in the um Next little, little um, bit of time. You're so the organizer. We, we actually have a bunch of, uh, on one side of the coin, we have a bunch of like really incredible stories from uh, guests who have been through things like post-traumatic stress. Yeah, um, uh, postnatal depression. Yeah, yeah. We're like, and it, it, it's on the line of military. We've obviously got a lot of fiery mates. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll most definitely hear from some of them, some of the experiences they've gone through. Cool. Um, guys that have dealt with, Childbirth, so like not just me, but like in in a different way to what I yep. did. Uh, people have gone through loss of family and friendships. Yeah, uh, tough business decisions that have either gone well or wrong, or yep. the stuff that they've gone through. Um, and some amazing people who have set up like Facebook Facebook groups and websites for dealing with mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a guy that I you don't know him, but he's going to come on the show, and he's been through. He's had quite an interesting story of a life um he has dealt with oh, terrible news about himself uh he's dealt with dealt with terrible news about other family members mm-hmm. uh he's dealt with loss uh he's dealt with childbirth he's he's absolutely dealt with everything and he's still here today and he's still one of the coolest blokes that I know, oh, cool. and the way he deals with life and his his outlook on life is just amazing. He's yeah, just sick. like a he's such a good bloke. And then another guy who um, has kind of been through a lot of the same journey. He's a lot younger, uh, but he's been through military. Uh, he's been through uh, business leadership style of things, and now he's started an online group uh, on Facebook called Barstool Blokes. Oh yeah, and it's he's going to have fucking what's his name Portnoy, Barstool Sports oh, yeah, coming for him. I suppose Stool Presidente. Yeah. He's a fuckwit. <laughs> I fucking hate him. I don't know Boston. enough, of him. I, know enough of him. I think I see a pizza review. Thing oh up yeah, he's then, such but... a cocksucker. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, anyway <laughs> but yeah. So 
Uh, I, I guess it's along the same lines. He's got like a um, he's got a sports bar in Wollongong. Cool. And um, he he knows what goes on with mental health. He yeah. knows what goes into it. And he's just built a community of of guys that uh, just chat and like I see some guys just say, "Hey, is anyone going to go play golf today?" And then they'll like make maybe make a group oh, of cool. golf guys and yeah, they'll just sick. play. And then um, they've been really essential during sort of lockdown. How many, fu- how many fucking guests have you got lined up? Heaps. We've got to have heaps. Where are we, we going to put all these? Guests? <laughs> we'll get them in. Okay, sick. Plenty of time. Uh, so yeah, here's, yeah, heaps to look forward to. Yeah, so much to look forward More to. More prizes. And, yeah, I mean, have we got prizes? I haven't got anything to give away. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I've got yeah. some Doritos. I'll, I'll get some. I'll, I'll figure out some prizes for the next episode. <laughs> okay, it's got to be better than a date with Irish, though. No, yeah, that one's yeah, that one never. That prize never got as much taken. as I love Irish. Yeah, he's good. I'll go on a date with him. Yeah, um, but as well as like those stories, we've still got just some um, sto- like some guests that haven't quite necessarily had. Yep shit like that happened in their lives. Like um, guys that have just gone, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Yeah. I think that's what our next guest is, his kind of story. Yeah. Right? Um, Are we so, teasing that? Are we doing that tonight as well? Yeah. Like <laughs> as in recording it. Yeah. No, we're not recording it. Tonight. Okay. This is just a standalone. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's what's coming up. Um, okay. That was a cool. good segue. So that – I was actually going to do that at the end of the show, but we'll do it. We'll do yeah, it right. Um, so why I shouldn't be prepared. <laughs> no, it's good. You've got to run like that. Yeah. You've just got to let it flow. Right. Uh, this one is kind of for both of us. Yeah. Um, do you think people look at you or treat you differently now that you started a podcast? Like Am I going? You go first, yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I think so, but I, do, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think it's um, kind of what I was saying earlier um, people work are now comfortable saying, um, "I kind of know, I kind of know you're not okay. What, what can I do?" Type thing, and then the, then there's the flip side of people are, are way more comfortable opening up to me. I I think like I think both of those are um, overwhelmingly good things. And then you kind of throw in the strangers that are kind of reaching out to us. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely kind of there has been times where I've had a little bit of self-doubt about it all and like kind of just airing my dirty laundry so so publicly. But I think for sure the pros far, far outweigh the cons of um, what the experience has been like for me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, would, I would say the answer is yes, but not in a, not in a bad way. Yeah, I, I'd probably say the same. I don't think anyone um, – I think everyone's actually – surprised like not just on the technical side of actually starting a podcast like a lot of people have asked me just how to start one. Oh yeah yeah um so i suppose like people's mentality on the fact that it is pretty easy like it's just two microphones and a recorder and potentially a third microphone if you're a third person yeah um and a lot of people are like oh that's so cool like you can do that and i'm like yeah well podcasting's free like it's it's probably the easiest form of media that you can come up with and uh and so it's just been uh i suppose other than that it's just like they they are just amazed that we can talk so easily about it yeah uh and that we can make it sound like we we are just having a shit talk conversation and it's like like it's definitely not easy like don't don't let the kind of laughs and how our kind of 
um, chemistry and whatnot for you. Like it's still very difficult to have, and but you don't. You de- like we've said it every episode. You don't have to come on and do do it on someone else's podcast or start a podcast to reap the exact same rewards that we are reaping. Yeah, definitely. And uh, then going on to another question that kind of goes with that one. Some people have asked what some recommended groups um, that they can get involved with or follow other than this podcast because it's not all about this. Uh-huh. And the one I mentioned earlier, obviously, Barstool Blokes is a really cool one on Facebook. Yeah. Um, there's another one I found that's called Build a Brotherhood uh-huh. on Instagram. Yeah. And it was started because uh, this girl lost her brother. Uh-huh. And when it happened, she realized that uh, he didn't have any outlet to talk about his mental health issues yeah. and she realized that most blokes don't yeah so she started a facebook group and it's like in the millions of, oh, of followers now cool and all it is is it's the most simple thing they just they sell t-shirts and they uh-huh. sell beanies yeah and then they also just have a space for people to just chat um and and tell and basically tell their life stories oh, cool. or tell their issues or get involved and they just talk to each other yeah. it's the most I simple like, thing um, Living and um, yeah, Living's cool. They're local, local group. Yeah, Living and Mananka are both local, yeah. local dudes. I think I don't know who runs Living, but I know they're local. So, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't really know what else. Yeah, I, I um, kind of follow more sports. That was kind of just something like I researched after I saw that question because uh-huh. I was like, I don't really know. Yeah, um, but it makes sense for us to sort of to look into it anyway. Yeah, because yeah. we're kind are of you in okay? that, we're in that space it's now. It's not okay so. to be okay, whatever. Yeah. Are you it's okay, okay to not be okay. Yeah, that's the one. That's so the many one. okays. Uh, I don't know if this was to me or to you. Okay. After what we heard over the past six episode, is there anything specific we can do as your mates to support you better? So obviously that was from someone who is kind of close to us. Um, for me, I guess. Uh, and I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're the same as me. Um, when you do ask us if we're okay, it's that follow-up question uh, that kind of will kick off yeah. the series of Yeah, you haven't really, like, for lack of a better word, you haven't done your job if you just go in with one line. That, and that's not, I don't think that's specific to you or I. I think that's, I think that's everyone, mm. like, you, you can deflect that first question. It's really easy to deflect that first question, but there'll be signs about, and like at the moment, Luke and I are in a really good spot where we can be really have full kind of honesty and say, and, you know, well, I'm not doing okay. It's a bit harder to do that with people who um, who are not, you don't necessarily know are, are having some struggles, but you, I mean, I think you can, you get a sense for it now. I think, mm. I think, I think it's easier to tell them what it once was, and I think I think especially in this kind of last two month period where everyone's got a lot of very very similar struggles, whether it be financial or kind of worry about the future because of COVID and whatnot. And um, yeah, for me specifically, like don't don't be offended if I'm not taking calls or returning text messages. I can definitely, that's one of the things I do do is I kind of do bunker down and shut off and be a little bit aloof and then I'll just kind of come roaring back into your life like you wish I was fucking out of it again, I guess, probably. (laughs) Truth be fair. Well, it's hard. Like, I think it's harder for you in that situation because you you are like that 100% person um, where when you're, like, when you're on, you're on. Yeah. 
Um, and so people can really see that dip and change yeah. in it. I, I I wouldn't say like, and, and I know you're not either, I wouldn't say that it's anyone's fault for not asking that yeah. follow-up question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's true for sure. But at the same time, I think you almost have to go into that first question, like if you are going to ask how I am, call it, like, call it out. Really make, yeah. really make sure that we know that you want to know how we are. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally guilty of this in almost any situation in a social world of asking that question. But knowing that sometimes like I'm just asking it because it's the the thing to do after yep. you say hello. Yep. Um, and doing this podcast has, I think, if anything, it hasn't really made me like point out what other people are doing but it's made me point out what i do yeah um and it's made me change that line of questioning yeah i agree where i'm not thinking about what i'm going to talk to you about next yeah um but just being in that moment of asking that question of how you are um and trying to get the straightest answer that i can Mm -hmm. um and even going back to the question of how has that changed me, uh, has that changed um, since starting the podcast? Um, I think it's because of a self-realization that that's happened. Is that now I'm a bit of a pest when it comes to yeah, saying hello yeah, to someone. Yeah, you're more aware. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I I would agree a hundred percent with all that. And I think it has been a little bit difficult again in this kind of last two month period where we haven't had too much face time with our with our friends like our our families everyone's kind of still kept seeing their families and whatnot and it's i think families are kind of a little bit more in tune with what each other's going through i'm kind of one of those ones who who kind of covered it all up and whatnot but i think i'm kind of i am definitely looking forward to um getting back and out in social scenes and really like checking in on people yeah i kind of do try and do that a lot more on the phone now i've definitely made a real conscious effort of um if i think if i've got a sense someone is going through a tough time like i just i do feel comfortable like texting them or calling them and i i've kind of probably never had that Mm. before and never had had the kind of not confidence but kind of the i guess the foresight to ask other people that and i think now these days because of everything I've said about myself, there's a lot of people out there that are really comfortable coming to me and saying, "Hey, listen, what's going on, dude? I know, I know you're not okay. It's not, it's not. Are you okay? It's I know you're not okay. Yeah. Like, how can we help? And like, it probably works in the other, like in the reverse way as well. Is that now that they've seen you talk about stuff, yep. you're you and I are probably going to get a bunch of people that are going to come up to us and just. Unfilter. I'm already like, getting that. I'm already yeah. getting that. So but like in a social situation when bars are back open yep. and we are like properly in public and yep. not just bypassing people. Yep. Um, I know we're going to get it, and I'm like I'm super happy to talk to oh, people about this stuff. Man, like, it's like it's definitely something to be really mm. like, like I guess empowering is not kind of the right word, but it does feel like. The doors have been knocked down for people to be able to talk to us, and and maybe and maybe more so me because of how how deep and bad my kind of struggle was, and I've come out the other side, and I think a lot a lot of people can relate to that, which is something I I'm learning as as we go along for sure because two people told me that 
they had suicidal thoughts and I would never have picked that and mm. and I, I would never have shared my suicide thoughts with them previously and they would not have done the same to me mm. but now here we are. Well, it's funny, I had someone actually say on a comment on, on our Instagram that um, hearing about other people's issues is actually quite... Um, as bad as it say, it's actually quite satisfying. Like, yep. and it helps you get through something. Yep. And I think if like that, uh, I think that's kind of like what we're doing in this situation is that people are hearing this, and then they're having the self realization is like, oh shit, they're going through that. Yep. Um, yeah. That, uh, it's good to hear that someone else is going through something too. Yep. Like it doesn't sound right saying that, um, but I think the message is that. Uh, the more of us that talk about it and the more of us that can um, can sort of unload, yep. as annoying as it might be to certain people who don't want to deal with this, it's, it's also necessary, I think. Yeah, and I think like it's, you know, like a, a good saying I always refer to, like it's so easy being a friend in the good times. It's like in the shittier times, like that's when that's when you've got to do a bit of work to be that friend and how you, sometimes you don't know exactly what that is and sometimes it's just pulling that person off the couch who mm. doesn't want to get off the couch and and kind of it's kind of what we're doing here right now like I didn't want to be here but I was like I got to a point where I didn't want to let you guys down and I knew I would feel better after this and that's that's kind of that's kind of half the battle like you get out here and do stuff doesn't have to be a podcast but it's going out to the pub or or just going for some exercise or whatever it's just like getting your mind off that stuff is is the best thing you can do sometimes i know that for me anyway going for some exercise I, what have you done with the rural brownie yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe i was talking about other people more so yeah okay um Fuck, I, wish I, I think uh i think that's a really good note to end on okay um obviously we've sort of rolled through this episode yeah you've kind of stumbled through this episode yeah but i think stumbling you, roll i think you made some good points it's and like I a think, roll with a um square wheel yeah something um but you're definitely not like from my point of view don't think that you'd be letting me or anyone who listens to this show down by not turning oh up yeah today. for sure um, it is what that. it is everyone's still got lives yeah. like we still have to we still have to go on we still have to work we have to do everything so this obviously this podcast isn't our isn't any form of income. It's not. No, unless someone wants to fucking pay us. It's just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sponsor Wharf Bar, you still. <laughs> They've got to open, open Long up time first. listener, first time caller, man, um, Wharf Bar. So, yeah, don't ever think. They're that open. We can do we can do this whenever. They're fucking open. They are, we'll have yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I like doing this. It's good for my soul, too. Yeah. So, even though it's tough sometimes, it's I, it's, I feel better after yeah, it. Good. All right. Well, thanks again for listening, guys. Yeah, if thanks. you. Um, if you want to head to our Instagram, we're trying to build a bit of a following there as well. Um, we yeah, can also so we can chat about whatever, <laughs> we can chat about whatever you want on there as well. Yep. Uh, feel free to send us a message. Um, you can, if you can rate us and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts as well. Spotify is actually blowing up now with podcasts. Oh. So if that's where you listen to us, then awesome. Just click the little follow button. Yep. Um, it just no it lets us know that we've got a community there that we're not just wasting our time uh, by say, by just talking into a microphone, yeah. but we are hopefully helping some people out. Yep. Um, we'll be back. Uh, I think we're going to record another one this week. So you okay, we might cool. get two episodes in one week. Oh, sweet. Um, our guests, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, we've uh, seen you, Sam, or not? Um, 
I think we can say his name. Oh, say my name, bitch. <laughs> um, oh, it's Mitch. It, it is our. It's Mitch. It's Mitch our. Was, it's, as you call a sports guy, I need to clear this up. He's not actually a sports. He guy. Hate, hates sports. Hates sports. That was the. That's why he's a sports guy. Um, we realised that in jokes. Well, I didn't realise. I got told that in jokes don't really work on a podcast when it's no one knows who we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have him on. He's got. He thinks he's just. He thinks he doesn't have a story, um, but I know that he's got a great story um, because he's been through so much and he's gotten to this point where um, he's just so in control of his emotions and his life that um, if he hadn't have been there for me when Heath was born, um, I just would have been in a Well, let's somewhere. not tell his whole fucking story here, That's here my and now. Sto- that was my part of the story, but um, I'm really fucking excited to have Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not really a spoiler alert. That, like, my part of the story has nothing to do with um, No, no he's a big he part is, of both our stories. But he is a massive part. He's a good friend of ours, and we're really looking forward to he that loves episode. Sport. Um, in saying that, um, we'll cut it off here. Um, did you hear that part? <laughs> you did. <laughs> They're good microphones. They can hear everything. Bottom burp. You are a real piece, piece of, work. of work. Thank you. Um, we'll catch uh, up at the end of the week. Okay, cool. Uh, thanks for coming again. All right, yeah, thanks and for having me. chat soon. All right, bye, bye. friends bye. and listeners. Bye. And gooks. Bye.